Hello, and welcome back to the Fancy Talker Talkers podcast. It is Champions League week, and we actually have the Dortmund and PSG game on right now, but uh, that's enough of Champions League. Uh, uh, let's just jump right into the matchups, eh, Kev? Yeah, this was, uh, there's a lot of goals this week. Less red cards. A lot more goals than I thought there'd be in most of these games. I mean, like, we, I had high score lines, but I did not expect, like, the mass amount of goals that was, like, scored in abundance. Just crazy to me. Uh, first game was Liverpool and Wolves. I had a 3 nothing for Liverpool. I had 4 nothing. And a 3-1. So, I mean, we were kind of close. Wolves scored first, right, if I'm, if I'm Yeah, they, they did. They just kind of knocked one in. It was, like, the first few minutes of the game. Um... Kosanka, I think his name is. What's his name? The center back? Kwasanch? Starts with a Q. He's taken out. Oh, Kwanza? Kwanza. He got injured. Yeah, he was alright for a young guy. We had to play him. Yeah, I mean, Kanate's back in. They subbed him in. Uh, he didn't play a whole lot of minutes. Probably easing him in with the hamstring injury. Uh, Gravenberch gets his first uh, taste of Prem. Yeah. He wasn't he, bad. I mean, he didn't get he didn't, a lot of minutes. He didn't play much. He, he had a chance to score a goal, even. I mean, if he just kind of laid out a little bit from that pass across. Yeah, I mean, definitely needs more minutes to give a full, like, taste of what he can do. Who did they start at center mid? Uh, Curtis Jones. Mm. I'm not surprised they started Curtis Jones, though. Sorry, this chair is just too loud for me, Kev. It's too much. Gotta change the seating arrangement here. <laughs> but yeah, they had Curtis Jones, McAllister, and... Sovasly. Those are the three. Oh, yeah, Sovasly. He played pretty well. He's becoming one of our best midfielders. Like, he's so fun to watch. He's just great on the ball. He's so creative, too. But uh, the real star of the show was uh, Salah. Yeah, could have had three assists. Could have had three assists, honestly, yeah. Yeah, he was the difference maker of this game. We did mention that if you wanted to play anyone, Neto would be the guy. He got the assist to Huang's goal. He should have had two assists before Liverpool yeah, that, scored. That Cunha miss was bad. Yeah, that he was, was like stuck in two point thoughts. Blank. Yeah, but Gakpo gets on the score sheet. Uh, Andy Robinson comes up from left back and gets a crucial goal. And then obviously the Bueno own goal um, from Harvey Elliott. Correct. Yeah. He was on the shot. So uh, I would say we had two guys from our. Uh, Team of the week on this team, it was Andy Robinson and um, Mo Salah, mainly because Salah would have had three assists. Unfortunately, it was the own goal counting, so he lost his third assist. Um, and then Andy getting the goal. So I mean, it's tough when uh, when you're when you got a fullback that's scoring goals uh, for your team. Usually, you end up winning the week. So yeah, for sure. Especially if they get the clean sheet on top of that. It's just disappointing that they didn't get the clean sheet. Yeah. Well, we got Van Dyke and possibly Trent coming back soon. What what was wrong with Trent? I didn't even, I didn't hear anything about him. Trent got out. injured. Was it international? Before our last game, like at the end of the game before this one. No, so has there been games since international? Oh, really? He didn't play at all? Cuz he was injured for oh, that. Shoot, eh? I didn't even realize. Um so yeah, I mean once they come back, they'll be they'll be storming along and they'll I think they'll just going to be just fine to be honest. Oh yeah, I think we're looking a lot better. We're on the longest unbeaten run right now. 15 games you guys don't have a bunch you guys have played decent teams already like you guys have a little string of decent yeah i think 
a Tottenham game is coming up or something. I know Chelsea, we have a nice little string of weak games, and then we play Arsenal, and then it gets, like, tough. I think we have Tottenham, City, Newcastle, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back, so. You gotta start winning these games, uh, which is what we're not doing, but. I mean, we do play West Ham. West Ham could be a good team, you never know. And then we play Tottenham after that. So it's not it's not easy. And then we play Brighton. I think ours is kind of harder. That's No, that's tough. Your next few matches are tough. Um, it will ease up, though, as you get down. It eases up after Brighton because then it goes to Everton, Nottingham, and Luton. Oh, yeah. And those are nine points right there. So I mean, you guys have lots of time. You guys are pulling out the kinks already, so nothing to worry about uh, for Liverpool moving forward. Uh, next game was Fulham and Luton. I had a 2-1 for Fulham. I, I was hoping on Luton. 2-1. It ended 1-0. Um, it was not a very good match. No, I think even there, there were times Luton should have had a couple goals. Yeah, I mean, it the possession-wise, I don't think it does it justice. They like they hit the bar. They were they were having chances, breakaways, like they they're such a good counterattacking team. Um, Leno really didn't have to do a lot. He made two saves. He got his cleat sheet. Um, but Carlos Viniscus, uh, the young Brazilian, steps in and honestly looked better than uh, Jimenez in less minutes. Yeah, he's always been a backup striker, and I think it's about time someone gives him a chance to be the starter. It took him three minutes. Three minutes to get on the score sheet. Uh, I mean, Awobi came in with him. Uh, I do- it doesn't show me as an assist anyone to assist this one on the score app, but I'm sure there was some sort of assist that was uh, taken into account based off of fan yeah, tracks. I'm, I'm not sure who, um, if anyone got that assist. But yeah, it shows that he got his, his goal in the middle of the box. I mean, it's good for him. Gives him a little bit of confidence. He's a young man. Uh, probably helps Fulham moving forward, considering defensively they're not, they don't look that bad. They've held some clean sheets. Leno's been doing what he needs to do. Um, you just don't create much. No, and I mean, like, they have to take their chances when they come. And I think that if, if Jimenez is not going to be the guy that's going to be able to do it, they need to just move forward with Viniscus and let him play minutes. Especially now that they brought a Wobie in. I think it adds a lot of depth to that team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel bad for Luton. Just because, like you said, they probably deserved a point. I mean, the like, like, like uh, it's just frustrating when you look at the possession stats and you're like, oh, well, I mean, they didn't touch the ball, blah, 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 but... They played well, though. They played well in the counter. That's what they're going to be doing 90% of the season. They're going to be countering. Um, they hit the crossbar. I mean, it's unfortunate to not have a 1-1 draw, but Sad- ultimately the better team won, I think. Sadly, it's looking like they might get put down in the end. Yeah, I think I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to stay up. I mean, but, we both didn't have them staying up. But no, but it would just be nice. They're such it'd a be small... Cool. It, they would benefit so much from staying up just one year. The problem is now... If Carlton Morris stays on Luton once they get relegated again, I mean, if he has a good campaign, it could it could spell the end for him at Luton Town, and he might uh, move up to a higher up team in the Premier League. Yeah, or one of the that. newly promoted ones next year. I think that's very that's like very possible. Like I could see him going to Southampton. You know what I mean? Coming out if they if and, they get promoted. Uh, I think they're gonna. I think Southampton and um, Leicester City are the two. Just, Leicester City's killing everybody in, in the championship right now. Well, they still got some good players. They have Vardy, and that's all you need. Yeah. And Jewsbury Hall, to be honest. He's been playing very, very well. Still, same with Ndidi. I'm, I'm amazed no one went for Ndidi out of that whole midfield. Yeah, I don't know. I They were it's, looking more at Telemans and stuff like that. It's weird to me. 
because I feel like in DD he adds more to your to a team than Tielemans would. But that no here no there. Um, let's go to Spurs Sheffield. I had a four one win for Spurs. Wait, I had three nothing. Uh, this game. Tottenham was lucky. This game I was mean, different. Sheffield probably should be up. Should have been up to nothing. Uh, they uh, they leave it late. There's f- so much extra time in the game. Richarlison gets his goal. I mean, I like. it was well taken. The ball was right on his head. I mean, yeah, it a, if he messed that cross. up, Pulisic had a beautiful ball in. Um, Pulisic, yeah, or just Perisic. Sorry, sorry. Ben's I don't wanna, boy. Don't want to talk bad about. Parasich, don't want to call him Pulisic, he sucks. Um, so yeah, Richarlison gets his goal, finally gets off the mark. Uh, I, I feel I feel a little for Sheffield United, because they played very well. I watched the whole game. Yeah, you wouldn't, you'd think they were getting blown out this game, but they they showed up. They they really did show up. They showed up and showed out. They played so freaking well. Um, it's disappointing that they didn't get the full points, but just like little notes that I had was foddering him. Just in the first half alone had seven saves. Yeah. Um, another thing was Fodderingham had the a debatable red card, handling the ball outside the box. It was a breakaway. They just lofted it up and he smacked it down. Uh, so that could have easily been. Uh, it could have easily been a, a red card and a penalty, or at least a, a red card and a sending off. Um, Madison just—he's so good. He's so freaking good. It's ridiculous. Madison and another note standing performer in this one was Hammer. Yeah, Hammer was so good in this game. That was a good finish and a nice goal. Just the goal alone, just being able to curl it like that. It it was kind of Callan Hudson-Odoi-esque if you watched that goal yesterday. It was a left-footed, I think, one. Yeah. Cross-body. Yeah. It was just beautiful. Like, both both had a lot of whip on it, just bottom, back corner. and To me, Hammer, no matter what, even if this Sheffield team goes down... He will be in the prep next year, because he is an elite midfielder. Yeah, I honestly think Sheffield might be the best one of the three that got promoted. You think they're better than Burnley? Potentially, I haven't seen. Any, I, well, to be fair, I haven't seen any of the teams really impress all too much yet. I mean, you had Burnley so high. Bur- well, you had them tenth. Yeah, Burnley tying Nottingham is a pretty good positive for them, I guess. It's not a horrible thing. I mean, the is- goals they could have won. Yeah, Lyle Foster they, gets a second goal, or gets another goal for that team. That was called offside. That was something. called barely offside. Then he gets a red. But I mean, we'll get to that game after. Um, but yeah, just in general, I, I felt like Hammer played really well. Uh, Robinson, the center back that was on Sheffield, he had he had nine blocks, nine blocked shots. Yeah, that's a lot. Like Tottenham probably should have won this game easily. They were all over them. But uh, it's just, I think Fodderingham deserved a little bit of a shout-out because he, he played absolutely outstanding for them. Uh, but really, Kulisevsky scoring the game winner. He got the assist from Richarlison. Richarlison's on our team of the week. Goal and assist. Yeah. Might be the first and last time he ever gets <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah. Still um, not going to praise him too much. No, not until he of course not. gets form. This isn't form yet. It's just a one-off. If he, if he continues to do like solid performances then sure i'll start giving him credit i don't even think he's gonna start again so i think it's still sun striker position to lose truthfully um i okay i'm starting to notice a trend with sun he scores in buckets and then he disappears for a bit and then yeah, he'll score a lot and then disappear for a bit again his form is so up and down 
It's disappointing because I had Sun last year, and I got all four of his goals when he subbed in in an appearance. Yeah, he's like, he's a question mark when you play him. He is someone that you think should be a solidified starter, but he's really not. There's yeah. there's just better players along the Tottenham line like Kulisevsky and Madison right now. When it when it comes to consistency, it's just I'm looking for points to win me that week, and then. I play Sun and he gets two. Like I'm not gonna do yeah. that every week. Of course not. And then, the, and then like five weeks later, he gets twenty. Yeah. Like it, it, it's so hard to judge him. He gets two points for six weeks in a row, and then goes off for fifteen points, and yeah. then you don't see him for eight weeks, and then all of a sudden, but you never take him out of your lineup, which is the thing. It's you know hard because I mean? you want those twenty points because you he's never about know. to get one game. So it's just like it, it's so hard to take him out of a lineup. That's the only thing. Like you really have to have a tough matchup. Yeah, Madison is the more consistent of this. Yeah, team of course, his balls at his feet. Points. Eighty six. I'd say the ball is touching his feet sixty percent of the time that Tottenham has possession. Yeah, he's creating and he's scoring. He's doing both. Just a little everything. Uh, but yeah, Kulisevsky, Richarlison were the uh, on our team of the week for uh, this week, and as well as Hammer. So that game had a lot of uh, fancy relevance moving out of that. Uh, let's move over to Brighton and United. Oh, sorry. I'm lying to you. Let's move to West Ham versus City. I had a 3-1 for City. I had 2-1. The game ended 3-1, and I feel like I got lucky. Because <laughs> realistically, it did not look like it was going to go City's way. I mean, West Ham scoring first was huge, but... Ward-Prowse, again. He is, like, just a giant slayer right now. Yeah, he's he's the leading a better scorer. team. He's the leading scorer for West Ham. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. He Every time he touches the ball, it's just brilliance. He is good. He's, I think he's deserved to play in a better team like this for a while, and he's just taking full advantage of it. I, I do not disagree with you. Um, Julian Alvarez, we talked about him earlier a few weeks ago saying that I think that he should be a solidified starter in the lineup regardless of the, like, even if De Bruyne comes back. I still agree with that. I mean, he's he's keeping his form. Like It's he's, ridiculous. He's filling De Bruyne's shoes well. Two assists this week. Uh, Bernardo Silva gets a goal and an assist, and Jeremy Doku gets his goal as well as Holland. Um, honestly, Julian Alvarez, I feel like he's been on our team of the week most of the time. He's been so consistent and just steady Eddie throughout the team. You play him forward, you play him mid. He's kind of Pep's secret weapon right now. Like Him and Holland are number one and two for points. It's just ridiculous how good he's been. And I uh, I give full credit to West Ham. They played an outstanding first half of uh, football. And uh, Jeremy Doku scores so quick into the second half. It just... He looks good. He does. He's He adds something that Grealish doesn't, which is pace. I think Grealish has, like, a similar aspect, but I, I, I don't know. They're so... I think Grealish just holds the ball a little too long. I he... think Doku's the kind of guy that wants quick movement and give it right back well he can't do the same he's not the type of dribbler that no. Grealish is That's Grealish will why. draw so many players in because he's a foul he's, magnet yeah he's the most foul player in the prem yeah so I mean Bernardo, but like Bernardo Silva if, imagine he didn't stay if he went to Barcelona he is so underrated I think he is the most underrated player on that he team he is such a good player for them he is just again like just he's a role player consistently throughout the last three years he's just been a go-to guy for Pep for every position. It doesn't matter where you play. He's played left back, left back. He'll play all, all three across the, the midfield. He plays winger. You don't won't see him striker often. 
He could do it, though. I'm sure he could. I'm sure he could play, like, a center forward role. For sure. Um, defensively, it's disappointing. No one was really worth any sort of value. But um, I think this is where, like, the top teams stand out. Like, with what Liverpool did against Wolves, we went down first and we came up on top with yeah. loads of goals. Same with City. They went down first and they came out with loads of goals. It's having the mentality to not worry. Same with Spurs. Never give up and just you. You, you know want you're going to stay points. like you're in your game. You don't stay. You keep your shape. Uh, that just comes down to having a good manager too. Having a good manager that's yeah, because you see the halftime tactics kick in. You're like, oh, that was a big change. Now you're crushing this team. And just trust your manager. They're letting it go. Like uh, City is just they'll never waver. City will never waver from their from their tactics. Tottenham, I could see them wavering a little bit more. I mean, it was Sheffield they got their two points against, but I mean, it was at the end of the game. Yeah, and that, both in extra time. So, I mean, like we said, you want City players. You should have played all your City. Um, it's just disappointing you didn't get a clean sheet, and Ward-Prowse obviously was just unbelievable. Yeah. You want to go on to my second favorite game of this week? Yep. Let's do it. Brighton United? I had 3-2 for Brighton. I had 2-1 for Brighton. Ended 3-1. We we're kind of smack dab in the middle there. We had we had United losing, which happened, and I love to see that. Uh, Gel Pedro scores. Welbeck scores. I mean, no Evan Ferguson. They rested people. No problem for them. Like, multiple players that started. There were six, I, th- I think it was six squad changes from the game before. Uh, Tarek Lamptey gets a yellow card, still ends up on our team of the week. Yeah, he had. I think he had eight points. He got the... Uh... He ended up with the clean sheet. I think he subbed out prior. No, no he didn't. had seven points. Yeah, he had, sorry, he had two assists. So, I mean, it makes sense. Um, I'm not sure who's the one that scored for City. Membrej? Is he a defender? For, for United? The, yeah, the Me- really young Mejbury? guy. Mejbury, I think his name is. He's a... Played Med- 26 minutes. Yeah, came in a- for Casemiro. Um, something's going on with United. And it's I mean, either the woman abuse... Ten Hag is having falling outs with managers or with, with players. players. With and the thing that's crazy to me is, it's all his young talented players that he's having the fallings out with. Well, him and Sancho are just refusing to apologize to each other, and re- that means he, that he's not going to play because Ten Hag wants an apology. Yeah. Sancho doesn't want to give him it because he feels like he was wrong done. Like, yeah, he thought he was dirty. done wrong. So and and honestly, Ten Hag needs to be the bigger man and say, listen, I'm I'm in mistake. And I'm sorry that... Well, I don't think he should be bad-mouthing his players on no, media. No, of course not. He's an idiot. Used as... Like, I understand Sancho... He's scapegoating, like, players that... Are, it's not even their fault. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I think there's... It's tough to condone what he's doing. Some, some problems need to be fixed. Oh, I agree with that 100%. Uh, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of this game, but... Um, Ansu Fadi comes in. He looked all right. How was he? He was all right? Yeah, he was all right. I think he was late in the game, but he created some stuff. Like he... Well, that's always, like, it's so tough when you have such a big name, like Ansu Fati coming over from Barcelona, supposed to be the next Messi, and City just went down at halftime, just so you know. They're losing one nothing <laughs> at, at, uh, in the Champions League, which is pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, Pascal Gross gets a uh, gets a goal. His goal was very nice. He did a little dummy fake shot and then yeah. slid it to the bottom corner. That was a beautiful goal. Yeah, it was great. 
Um, just well composed. Jao Pedro gets another one. I really do like Jao Pedro. And it's tough because Welbeck just keeps scoring goals. He, he Yeah, he's Mr. Consistent. He, you don't think he's going to start, but he starts and he does something. All their strikers like have uh, contributions. Whether it's Evan Ferguson, Jao Pedro, or Welbeck, you almost guarantee one of them gets on the score sheet. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Jao Pedro's minutes aren't that great right now. But no. I feel like he could get good returns if he has good minutes. But I think that he should be starting with Ferguson up top. But the one who gets the most minutes is Welbeck, which I is know. crazy. And I think it's just because Deserby likes that he tracks back and probably is a really big workhorse. Yeah. So, and I mean, Ferguson was slightly injured. Yeah, he did have a knock coming out of the uh, Ireland break. So, I mean, I understand it. No, I get it too. I mean, realistically, you probably see Welbeck and Ferguson. And they, have, they have Anzu Fati too, who can play. That's another thing is like Sully March maybe gets hurt a little bit. He was hurt last game. He didn't play. Yeah, but I mean like his minutes. Yeah, maybe. Same with uh, Adingra. I think this is his name. Adinga? Adingra? The yeah, young kid? He, he got an assist. I think but... He played where Sully March normally does. Yeah, so I mean like they have lots of depth now moving in. So maybe all your solidified Brighton guys start looking not so great. They're 4-1. Yeah, they're they're doing pretty good. They lost to Newcastle, or they lost to Villa. Uh, they lost to Villa. Was it Villa? I think so. Yeah, I think it was Villa. Like they got throttled. I think it was three one or three nothing. I thought it was five two. No, that was uh, Villa against uh, Newcastle. Oh, you're right. That was right. really high. I think it was just three one against Villa Brighton. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. Um. Speaking of Villa, it's the next match. Villa versus Crystal Palace. I had a 2-1 win for uh, Villa. I had a 2-2 draw. The game ended 3-1. I mean, Crystal Palace, they should have won this game. I watched the whole thing. Uh, Edward gets a goal again. Um, Zaniolo looked good. Uh, the thing with Zaniolo, I, I felt like every time he got the ball, he wanted to attack. And it made it tougher for players like Ollie Watkins and Diaby to get in the game. I mean, Diaby still looked pretty good. Diaby's on. goal, I wish it stood. His first one, yeah. Oh my goodness. Pau Torres gives this beautiful ball over the top. Diaby's first touch was one of the best first touches I've ever seen. He was in full stride sprinting. Yeah, he's pretty nasty. I, I, I love watching him. He's a good player. Such a good goal. Just composed, slid it in. Obviously, he's offside, doesn't count, but it was just such a good goal. Uh, I'm not, I don't remember who drew the penalty for Douglas Luiz to score. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. I can't remember it. I think that was Ollie Watkins that drew that. I think you might be right as well. And uh, Diaby ended up getting another assist for Leon Bailey's goal late in the game. I mean, the game was pretty well over at this point. Uh, but Digne gets another assist. We talk about Digne all the time. You say that he's not great, you say they'd rather start Alex Moreno. But Digne's got three assists in the season already. He's not bad attackingly. It's defensively. Oh, I defensively. Their whole team's defensively a problem. Realistically, Matty Cash is not the best defender either. He he attacks very well. And, uh, of course, he'll get contributions. But keeping your clean sheet is next to impossible when Matty Cash is sprinting up the field, playing right wing, and you have Digne on the other side doing the exact same thing. Yeah, when they either score a lot or they concede a lot. I think they do both. They might have the most goals in the Premier League this year, but I wouldn't be surprised if they have a top five goals against average as well. 
Uh, we moved to Brentford, Newcastle. I had a 2-2 draw. I had I'm a pretty sure it was 2-2. I don't remember. It's, I had 2-0 for Newcastle. Game had a 1-0. It's I mean, kind of a snore fest to me, honest. Yeah, it wasn't great, and they won off a pen. Yeah, I I, I feel like it's not too exciting. I feel like the game could have went either way. Um, oh, for sure. I feel like Brentford had the more positive chances moving forward. To be honest, I mean, Newcastle would whip the ball in, had a bunch of crosses, like the amount of a ridiculous amount. Um, I feel like what they were trying at like offensively wasn't working well no they couldn't break them down like they were playing both barnes and gordon it was just a weird weird game and having no uh tenali and having no joe linton you could tell they lacked something in the middle of the field and i know you're not highly rating joe linton but he adds something that uh long uh, longstaff and anderson just don't do you know uh, I don't. I don't think they miss him a whole lot. I think they miss Tenali more than. Yeah, I'm sure they Joe miss Tenali more than Joe Linton. But I still, I find I don't rate Joe Linton like, oh my goodness. But I think he's a very good serviceable center mid. He's not bad. I think that he adds uh, a dual threat option moving forward. He can pick a pass. He also has a pretty good shot. I mean, he was a striker coming into the league. They convert him to a mid. I, I don't know. I think no Tenali was a big deal. Truthfully. Yeah, that hurt them a lot. And uh, Callum Wilson's the one that scores the penalty. Good for Callum Wilson. I mean, it's always nice to see Callum Wilson. Oh, sorry. We forgot to mention Tyreek Lamptey being on the team of the week. My fault. Speaking of penalties, Kylian Mbappe just scored one. Oh, well, nothing PSG against Dortmund. There you go. And, right. and Julian Alvarez also scored for City. Oh, did he? 1-1 one, one now? Yeah. Hopefully the bet hits, you know. I got a little bit, uh, a little bit of cheddar on the Lazio Atletico Madrid game. Atletico still winning, which is nice. And I needed City to win. And you know what? Of course, we're talking about Julian Alvarez being the man. He ends up getting it. Anyways, where were we? Back to Brentford, Newcastle. Uh, yeah, just Newcastle alone. They looked flat. Brentford didn't look great either. There was absolutely no fantasy relevance other than maybe Trippier. They one thing to point out, they did lose Rico Henry and it potentially could be a season ending injury. Really? I think I saw a headline about that he might miss the rest of the season. Do you know what the injury something entailed? with his knee? Oh that's always it the could, worst. Be MCL, could be MCL, ACL. I, like he walked off, but that's also right after it happened, so it doesn't adrenaline. usually kick in. Everything's he's probably all hyped up on adrenaline still. That's horrible to hear. That'll be a major blow for them. He was one of their best players. That's so disappointing. Looking at Brentford's defense now moving forward, it's going to be disappointing. That's a big loss. Um, I didn't even know that. Yep. Mike was not too pleased. I'm sure he wasn't. Mike also lost. He almost got stretchered off. Really? Yeah. But he stood up and then walked around. You never know what those... Those are always just weird injuries. Um, Move to the first Sunday game. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I slept through this entire game. Sunday was the worst day for games. I slept through the entire game. And Chelsea is my team. Chelsea Bournemouth? Yeah, that was bad. I I said 1-0 Chelsea. Uh, What did I have? I had 2-1 Chelsea. And I'm so glad that I did not wake up for the game because it ended 0-0. And Bournemouth had the better second half. They They were on you. I didn't get to watch any of the game. 
I didn't even watch a freaking replay just because I was so gutted and disgusted with the team. Uh, I know the guys were all making fun of Mudrick, so I'm assuming he had a horrible game. He started. Was it a bad game? He started and didn't do anything. The one thing I did see was Sterling bar down. Sterling had a good free kick that went bar down and out. That was so freaking close. But I mean, it definitely wasn't a goal. I saw like I saw yeah, the goal line technology. Goal. Like obviously the ball has to be completely crossed, but I mean like it doesn't get much closer than what he had. Yeah. So I mean, it's a good free kick. Is it disappointing? Yeah, I think Nick Jackson, if he could just not have to touch the ball outside the eighteen yard box, he'd be decent. Yeah, I, I, the Chelsea's got some problems. Them and United, I don't. They gotta fix something. Gallagher was uninspiring. I watched some of his highlights. He was horrible. Um, just the whole game alone. Ch- Pochettino came out and said he didn't like any of his fullbacks. He said they were all played he, poor. He didn't even start Chilwell. Played Levi Cole. I mean, why doesn't that. he like Gusto? Gusto's fine. He said Gusto, Chilwell, and uh, Cowell played flat, and they were poor. And, oh, that game, sure. And he said that the problem why they're not winning games is that their fullbacks are moving too far up the pitch and uh, interfering with the strikers. I mean... Meanwhile, this guy's playing Chilwell fucking left wing. <laughs> so, like, get your shit together. You're going to come out and say it's a, it's the wingback's fault that they're high up the pitch and they're interfering with the strikers and the wingers so the wingers don't know what to do when they have the ball. Stop playing him as a fucking winger. Leave him as a left back then. Like, it, you're the manager and you're bitching and complaining that the fullbacks are the problem. Meanwhile, you're sending them up the field. Like, it, when I watched the interview, I was just baffled. Because it doesn't make any sense. If, they, if he's going to come out and complain about the fullbacks moving up the field, tell your fullbacks to sit deep. Don't tell Chilwell to play left wing. That That's my that's the only rebuttal I can say to that. Like, that's the most outrageous thing. Yeah, it would have been... Uh, I would have been fine to have slept through that game. I yeah, didn't miss even, much. I'm not even upset, to be honest. Kind of um, wish I did sleep through it. Yeah. Neto, good for him. Got his clean sheet. He's, he's our team, team of the week goalie. Team of the week because he made quite a few saves. Um... Eight points. Yeah, good for him. I mean, it's just disappointing. Uh, Arsenal-Everton. I had 3 nothing Arsenal. Another boring game. I had 3 nothing as well. And it ended 1-0. one nothing. And, and Josh said it. Josh said last week, do not bet on Arsenal because they always struggle against Everton. There's That's what he something. said. There's something about Everton. It's I the think air at Goodison Darn Park. They it's just been know. like five games. Or the, person, the last person to win, I think, before that game was wanger yeah and like it was just i mean arsenal was good like they weren't horrible in the match no and they played fabio cavallo so or not cavallo uh fabio what's his name Vieira. Vieira. Yeah. yes and they started him over havertz which was a better choice i don't think it was havertz, you saw what happened the whole game yeah he was he he was the one who assisted uh martinelli on his offside goal it was a great ball havertz comes in in the 80th minute, doesn't add a whole lot. Havertz is bad. I, he's okay. He's not better than Fa- Fabio. He's, ba- he's better. He's he not is. better than Fabio. He is. Fabio's already in better form. I don't understand why Enkedia started. I think they're just trying to rest. Well, they have Champions League to worry about. They want Gabriel Jesus for that. They played their starting four at the back, though. Yeah. And David Raya starts. Yep, so I think they're resting Ramsdale. Do you think they're resting Ramsdale? Or Probably. do you think he's done now? No, I think he's playing. You really do? I think they're going to alternate a lot. I think that that was the beginning of the end for uh, Ramsdale. We'll see when Champions League rolls around tomorrow, I think, if they, they play. They play tomorrow. 
Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I had Saka on my team of the week. I said he had to get two contributions, otherwise I'm disappointed. He got his assist, but I mean, it's Everton. It's tough to. It's tough for me to say. Oh, uh, I I got a hit on Saka. What a what a good hit, Luke. No. Even even watching Everton, they look like the worst Premier League team ever. It's just, it's just some some teams you need ugly wins. Their whole team sits in the back. You need ugly wins to win the to win the league. Yeah. And they got an ugly win. They did. So realistically, if they keep getting ugly wins, who cares? Because that's how you win the Prem. It's when you get the stupid ugliest win of all time that makes no sense. Three points is three points. Yeah. You I mean, wipe it away. Fair. You got your points, and you go home and you bury it. There's nothing good to take from the game. I see Everton. Well. We'll see what they do in January because I heard they got some money to spend. Oh, do they? But I heard I, Beto come out and say that no one works harder than him. Yeah, in the Premier League. Yeah, but I I don't know I I could see them maybe spending a lot of money and then getting out of uh, relegation. But if they don't buy well, they're Sean get, needs to be fired. They're going down. If Sean Dyche is not fired, they're not going to get out of relegation. I'm sorry, he doesn't attack enough. Yeah, you I know. Can't, you did, need, did you see his formation for that game? Like. Four four uh, yeah four four, four one one right yeah was, I think it was four four one one or yeah. four one four one something like that no probably. no there was it was four four in the back it was bad no it was four five one four five four one? five one oh no no probably shifted up oh yeah I think that and back the the pre match was a different form yeah probably Onana playing the center forward role or Decore even it was Decore yeah it's just like sh- the problem with Sean Dyche is he's good for a, a team that's trying to get out of relegation because he'll nick a win. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just need to nick points to get out of relegation battles. You know what I mean? Uh, uh. And so that's what Everton did. They nicked points and they stayed out of relegation. You can't have Sean Dyche start your season acting like it's a relegation battle. You're going to lose every game. Yeah, they're not. They're they're terrible. If you don't score goals, you can't win games. They, I, I would put my freaking life that they're one of the worst scoring teams in the Premier. They don't have a home goal yet. Like... I would love to know how many goals Everton has as a team. Truthfully. Like, they actually don't even have a home goal yet. It's I just think they frustrating have, to they watch. They have one or two away goals. Sheffield, Everton has two goals in the season. Yeah, they're both away. And it was against Sheffield. Luton, on the other hand, has... I don't think they have very much either. They have two. <laughs> so, they're as good as Luton. Yeah. It's just embarrassing to watch. I... I if I'm an Everton fan, I'm disgusted. I'm actually disgusted. Because watching them play the games and how, how they all go about it, it, it's embarrassing. It truthfully is embarrassing. And there's nothing more that I hate. Hakimi scored. I knew it. I'm about to say, I just I saw something happen in this PSG game. There's something happened here. Hakimi? Oh, wow. That was a horrible defending. Too bad what? we didn't do We should have done a Champions League one of these. <laughs> um... Sorry, we're getting distracted over here from all this soccer. Um, but yeah, this Everton-Arsenal game is just bad all around. Trossard gets his goal, right? So, I mean, yeah, he played part well. of the team of the week and truthfully played pretty good. Do I think he starts every game? No. And he only he only came on because Gabriel Martinelli got injured at the beginning. So I Oh, he got injured early then, quest- eh? Yeah, that's questionable on this, like, whether he'll be out for a while or not. I mean... T- also, they probably didn't want to risk it with Champions League, like you mentioned. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play this Champions League game or the next Prem game. But... Probably not. I mean, you probably don't need to. Arsenal doesn't have a crazy hard group, do they? No, their group's pretty good. 
So they probably can just cruise control too. Yeah. Um, and then finally we had our Monday game. It was Nottingham versus Burnley. And I had a 3-2 for Nottingham. I had 2-1 for Nottingham. And this game actually wasn't a bad game, truthfully. It ended 1-1. Burnley did all right. Like, Burnley they probably should have won the game, truthfully. I think so. Burnley was the better team moving forward. I mean, Anawoni gets an assist. Guys got a contribution every game. Um, Flynn Foster, I think, got the assist. I'm not sure if he yeah, scored. Yeah, he did. He got the assist. We mentioned him uh, a couple weeks ago that he scored his first Prem goal. Then he scored again against Tottenham. Then he gets an assist this week, and he also got a goal that was ruled offside. Um, he also got a red. <laughs> Unfortunately. So, he's gone, I think, for three games. It was a straight red. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how those work right now. Van Dyke will Everything's up. up in the air. Van Dyke got a one-match ban. That was it? Yeah, and then... The, the sin. The, and then for him, mouthing off the ref was another yeah. game. So, he's back, but I'm not sure how that one will go no i it probably uh intent also matters too right when it comes to those kind of red cards yeah so i'm not too certain on like how bad and malicious it was i turned the game off to be honest because i was like oh the game's over and i was driving home from work yeah um and when he got the assist callum hudson and scored a beautiful goal yeah could have been the goal of the week that was fantastic it was the goal of the week that was like fantastic. what a curler with his right foot like just gets on the corner that like edge of the 18 box like top left corner of the 18 yard box Anawoni just kind of lays it off. Callum takes one little step out and just curls it in, post in. It was yeah, beautiful. It was, it was a great goal. And for that to be like your welcome to Nottingham game, I think that him and Morgan Gibbs-White and Alanga, that front three with Anawoni at the top, is going to be deadly. Yeah. I th- I mean, and he kind of fills the shoes of uh, Brennan Johnson a little bit. A little bit. Like, we're not going to act like crazy think, here. I think more so Alanga will fill those shoes, but... Yeah, City just scored again. Julian Alvarez again. Yep. Um, And Barca scored again. 4 nothing. Gavi. It was Gavi? That's nice. Um, I don't see them, like, crazily taking over teams. You know what I mean? There's no way no. that they're going to overwhelm teams with all kinds of shots and all kinds of possession and all this and all that. They are a counterattacking they're team. They're a solid mid-table team. They are the most solid mid They could be 10th, truthfully. Yeah, they could they... be 8th or 9th, in my opinion. Somewhere in the middle. And they I, are I, upper fair. echelon mid-table. Yeah. They are the highest end of mid-table that you could get of mid-table, truthfully. <laughs> There's not a team that's, I would say, between Nottingham, uh, Crystal Palace, those are your mid-table teams, probably West Ham by the end of it, too. Those three teams are probably the three best mid-table teams. And maybe even Aston Villa. Mid-table. I think Villa's more upper echelon. Yeah, but now. they could fall to mid-table. They could. I mean, Chelsea's going to be mid-table. And Chelsea's They're going to be low mid-table. Chelsea's going to be below I bet you Chelsea, Chelsea's going to be 14th. They're going to be fighting relegation. They might be 14th this year. I truthfully believe that. I love that. how low Liverpool rivals are right now. It's just crazy to watch. United, Chelsea, and Everton are all in their slumps. Everton's going to get rele- relegated, though. Truthfully, they're going to. All, unless they buy big. I mean, who do they buy? Who wants like, to go to Everton? Like, remember remember New, Newcastle when they got bought? They were in relegation. They were 20th. You're, you're, that's true. You're not And wrong. then January, they went crazy, and then they but they had out. But they had players in place that s- could succeed. You know what I mean? Like, Some, they yes, had already a lot also, of good role-playing guys that were gel. Gelled in already. They were okay. But and they didn't buy big. They bought... Gimaraj. Gimaraj was their biggest one. That was a big buy. They bought Joe Linton. He wasn't a lot of money. They bought 
Target. Jolinton's been there for quite a while. Yeah, he's been there for quite a while. But that was the start of the rebuild. Matt Target, you know? Chris Wood. Chris Wood, Dan Byrne. Yeah, but if you think about it now, two of those are their start. Three of those are their starters. For sure. And even like Anthony Gordon last year, he was a big buy, 60 mil. But too much. It was a lot. But I mean, he's young. English tax, right? That's how it goes. There's yeah. nothing really you can do about it. Um, but that was the last game? That was the last game of the week. Uh, our team of the week. Do you want me to run through it? Yeah, go ahead. Run through it quick. So the forwards were Charleston, seven points. Alvarez, eight points. Sala, eight points. And then midfield, Bernardo Silva, ten. Hammer with eight. Kulisevsky with seven with the game-winning goal. Trossard with eight. Robertson with eight. Lamptey with seven, Trippier with six, and Neto with eight at Chelsea. So all in all, these players had a pretty good week. Um, yeah, it's a pretty solid week, and I like not to see Haaland in there every week. Yeah, it's nice to like know that other players are in there. Like uh, Richarlson is actually kind of a nice addition to see. Same with Hamar. I keep calling him Hamar, Hammer. Um, seeing those lower table teams come in. Uh, also, I had two. I'm going to say I had one and a half hit. Because I had uh, Anawoni who got the assist and Sokka who got an assist. But I feel like when I pick someone as good as Sokka, he should be getting more points than that. So I'll give him a half point for myself. Uh, I'd, I'd, I don't know who I had defensively. I'd maybe had one. <laughs> I had Levi Colwell. So that's a hit. I mean, he got the clean sheet. clean sheet. And Sobeside play, play, played well, but that's, yeah, that's, that's all wise, I can say. I don't know who my other defender was. It was Robinson from Fulham who didn't play, so that's a big miss. And I want to say I had a Crystal Palace defender, but I'm not certain. I didn't have it all written down in front of me. But all in all, I think it was a good week to watch. I mean, the Saturday games were good. Yeah, the, the Saturday, Sunday games were poor. Sunday was not so entertaining. It's tough for everyone to say, like, every week's going to be a good week. So, I mean, when you get good games, you get good games. Like, that Brighton game was a good game. Um, that Spurs game was a good game. The Liverpool game was a good game. The like, City game. The City game was a great game. Like, you, sometimes you get the good with the bad. The Villa game ended up being a very good game. Yes. Um, but, like, then you get boars like Chelsea. You get boars like Newcastle. You get boars like Arsenal. Like, sometimes there's bad games, and that's just how it goes. Not every game is going to be a massive thriller. That's just not how it works. There's no way that they can continue that kind of uh, sustained ability. And I just want to let you know, João Felix scored for Barcelona. Again. <laughs> 5 nothing. Hey, the $100 bet was worth it. That's true. Um, so, yeah, we're going to wrap the episode here, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Again, check us out on Twitter. Or, sorry, X. It's Fantasy Soccer Talker Luke and Fantasy Soccer Talker Kev. Uh, we post episodes weekly on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. And uh, the occasional weekend one, depending on uh, international break. So uh, be sure to check us out on all forms of social media. I mean, just podcast-wise, like Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah. So I hope you everyone have a nice day, and we'll talk to you guys soon.